All right, half a day, everybody. My name is Tossie, and we're back with the Talks with Toss, Taste with Toss series here at Jamaican Grill. So we're actually in the student shack at the Mangilao location here on Guam, and I have joining me, Michaela Atoigui. Say hello, say hello. 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 (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so Michaela is a multi-sport athlete, and I thought it would be a great idea to highlight her career and what's to come for her in the sport of particularly rugby. But we'll we'll get into all the details of the other sports she plays. But first, because we didn't eat yet and I'm starving, we have to talk about what we have to eat today. Okay, Michaela. Take it away. What do so, we got? So I chose to get the chicken Kelleglin because well, I always get that when I come here. And then mm-hmm. something I've never tried before has to be the jumbo shrimp. But when I got here, it smelled really good. Mm-hmm. So that I'm sounds so pretty hungry. good. I'm so hungry. Yes. So uh, definitely have had the chicken Kelleglin here. It's classic appetizer to order. I highly recommend. I've also never tried anything on their seafood menu. I don't know so why, but I know. Yeah, I, I don't know why because this looks fantastic. Fantastic, and it's actually jumbo. It jumbo it shrimp. Jumbo. Okay, because you know when you go to the store and you buy it and then you put it in the pan and then all of a sudden it's small kind and I don't understand why. <laughs> but this time it is actually jumbo. We can we can say and hopefully you can see it too. Um, but anyway, so let's go grab some of these. These pieces of meals here. Let's try some things out. Yeah. See, I can't even speak correctly because I'm so hungry. Yeah, we've just been sitting in front of this, watching it look at us. Right, right, right. And we also have some fruit too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm gonna go in for some of the bananas first, and then while we chow, we can talk about a little bit more about Michaela. So, like I had said earlier, Michaela is also not just a rugby player but she actually started out with weightlifting and she's also competed in wrestling and she's only at the high school level but has already made made her mark on guam and and then past guam too so michaela where do you want to start you want to start with the first sport ollie lifting yeah that's a long story weightlifting for those olympic weightlifting for those who aren't familiar with with the sports okay i got you i got you uh olympic weightlifting I uh, I got exposed to it at Custom Fitness actually because mm-hmm. they did a summer camp for kids and it was one of the activities for the day. So like throughout the day we would do a CrossFit workout or we even did football and wrestling mm-hmm. and I hated all of it. <laughs> you hated all of it? I hated I don't, even I wrestling at the I time? Hated, yep, I hated wrestling. Okay. I asked my mom to pick me up early every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh man but unfortunately i had to stay through the day in order to go to the ollie lifting portion which yeah. was actually coached by julius naranjo oh yeah 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 yep. so he was actually yeah one yeah. of the the guests on my podcast series as well but yeah. go ahead continue i'm sorry so you're good uh so we would just lift there sometimes it's just deadlifting. we learned how to clean and i loved it that was the first thing i ever learned how to clean yes my that's not too. like not the one at home like the one uh, like <laughs> not clean my yeah my favorite yeah. is cleaning the house uh, i particularly no, enjoy no sweeping the living room um and washing the dishes but no no no, no. so talking about the olympic weightlifting movement the clean which is an element of the clean and jerk uh, for yeah. those who are not familiar but so that was one of your first introductions to what what you got hooked on with olympic weightlifting okay okay i got hooked too because it was like it was so nice seeing everyone cheer for someone during a lift Mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. i think that's where my passion really stemmed in olympic weightlifting Mm -hmm, because it's mm -hmm. like they're cheering me on yet we're sharing a bar and it's getting very competitive yeah and i wasn't a competitive person but 
uh, in that environment, I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I can lift that. You just lifted that. So I, I stuck with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So then after that camp, I asked my mom for a membership at Cousin Fitness. And okay. I just continued to do the classes and everything. So that was a basis for, I guess, passion, I would say. And then I figured mm-hmm. out they did annual competitions. Mm-hmm. So then mm-hmm. I did that one. And I got invited with the like the Guam team that used to be at Chamurai. I don't know where they are now. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what okay. I mean? Yeah, 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 I remember. And then I was training with them to do the Heidelin Diaz Weightlifting Open Championship. Oh, how cool. Yeah. Really, really, really cool. Um, I think that's just so hilarious because I would, even though, yes, uh, weightlifting, there, it's two, two, two movements only. Um, but compared to sports like football and, and wrestling, it's still a highly technical movement, um, movements, I should say. And, and it requires a lot of consistency when it comes to training and whatnot. So I, w- I would like to think it's, it's just interesting to hear that that would be the sport that you gravitated to more so early on. Um, Very unconventional too at the time, but like, yeah, because how, how old were you? I was 13. 13. And yeah. how old are you now? Share, share with the audience. I'm 17 years old. Yeah. Getting ready to graduate yes. high school. Almost there. Oh, <laughs> man. So very, in a very short te- t- uh, period of time, had the ability to excel in that sport. Yeah. Um, it's a great environment to the community here, the Olympic weightlifting community. Yeah. Uh, they're here. They're so much fun to be oh, around. Oh, man. Yes. I, I only just joined just just uh, about a few months ago and, and just and hooked and hooked um, it's easy to hook on to even when mm-hmm. i pass by you guys at the gym i'm like oh the life <laughs> the good life <sighs> yes and training with tra- training with your your teammates or who who would be your teammates the yeah. people who are also competing in that sport even though it's an individual sport oh no it's definitely a team yeah, yeah. it's definitely a team and so you started with the weightlifting and that took off um and what followed was wrestling is that correct yes okay okay tell us more about that so i did olympic weightlifting in middle school i was 13 in middle school mm-hmm. and i was like let's just try something new because i was in high school mm-hmm. so i joined wrestling and i was like okay this is okay this is fun i used what i could from it the, the mm-hmm. contact skills and using my strengths in other ways and then from wrestling i was like well i'm already doing one contact sport so let's just do the other contact sport and that was rugby yeah i don't know naturally naturally yeah oh wrestling let's just go into a very highly physical sport as well uh where we're carrying a weird shaped ball and running around a field (laughs) when even though the the wrestling and the and the weightlifting is is indoors yeah and individual Let's just Argu- get some sun. Arguably individual. <laughs> Mostly individual. Yeah. Well, aside from that, also, I would say custom fitness, because, like, the whole entire... Everybody does rugby there. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yeah. seeing them be so good, and, like, they always promote when the team goes out. And mm-hmm. I love the camaraderie of it on an outside and inside spectrum. Mm-hmm. So, seeing how the gym, custom fitness, gathered around the women's team when they're getting ready for... Yeah. I don't. I forgot what trip they went to, and I saw how they played. I was like, "That's so cool!" Watching like Olivia Flores it. play. Mm. Oh yeah, my captain, our yes. captain, yes. amazing. Shout out Olivia Flores, yeah. Tanky Tank, Icebox. <laughs> she has many names. Yep. Yeah. Beast. Beast. <laughs> Beast. Mother of two. Yeah. Amazing. Amazing, amazing athlete. Also a multi-sport athlete. But anyway, um, so just being in that community, kind of 
exposed you to those different sports, which I think is really beautiful because uh, I think otherwise when you don't have those examples, it's really difficult to put yourself out there and to try a new sport. Um, so for, for me, at least I could say in high school, they had, it was the second year they had introduced rugby at the high school level. And so it wasn't even contact at the time. So it was still oh, flag. Wow. Yeah. And so prior to that, I had no, I didn't know about custom fitness. And of course, custom fitness wasn't there. But even with the Claris brothers and then all the other people in the rugby community, I wasn't familiar with them until I started to play rugby. Um, and, and much like you, I did individual sports as well. In the past, I've done um, Hapkido. Oh, wow. That was cool. That and was cool. Yes, it was. It was cool. Yeah. You know, I, I, it was cool because I could just spar my brother. Yeah. And that was a fun that was fun for me to do. Um, but then doing soccer and I said, OK, I like the team sport. I like the camaraderie. Oh, yeah. um, and so when I tried rugby, it was naturally almost like a mesh of the two being physical um, but still having that team aspect and being outdoors. So yeah. I think that's really, really cool to, for you to have had. And, and now that the rugby community has continued to grow in the way that it has, mm-hmm. that now you can be an example for a lot of younger girls coming up. Because I never played in middle school. That would have been cool. Gosh. That would have been real cool. Um, and so what, is, what has been amazing to see, too, is as the years have gone by, is seeing more opportunities being presented for younger athletes. Definitely. And uh, so would you like to tell the audience a little bit more about what sports has given you when it comes to opportunities? Oh, giving me, well, <laughs> that's a lot. A lot. You can start with anything, yeah. you know, events, uh, like, scholarships, you name uh, yeah. I'll let her tell the story, but go ahead, Michaela, but, take it away. On a smaller scale, but... I think all opportunities are like bigger than what they are, what they seem. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, on Guam, playing rugby and also wrestling, you're exposed to certain communities, and there's a lot of adults, mm-hmm. like um, everyone at Custom Fitness, and then there's a lot of people in the wrestling community that really look out for us kids and us growing athletes, and they yeah. do want us to play in college and they want us to continually get better. And I would definitely say that that's that's an opportunity that sports have given me mm-hmm. just exposing me to people who care about me about other athletes and wanting us to excel yeah like uh especially the gym i would really say the gym they mm-hmm. open their doors to a lot of young athletes yeah. without really time. a goal in mind yeah. yet but there is a goal in the end it's just really to try and meet your potential i guess yeah yeah, yeah. And, and i think for a lot of people if you've never seen custom fitness it's it's an experience walking in there for the first time, just seeing the caliber of athletes, seeing all the equipment, the space, the music that's blasting. Yeah. You see all the coaches and they're giving you a hard time and hee hee ha ha. I'm one of them too. But um, yeah, but then realizing, man, this is this is an amazing place to train. Yeah. Um, and then being able to meet people who are training, maybe for training sake or training for specific sports and and that's usually how it kind of works. That's how it trickles trickles down yeah. into making making decisions to try new sports. Um, so really, really amazing that you've had that experience, um, especially at 13 years old and now oh, four years later. 
Um, it just got bigger and bigger too. Yeah. And so now, now that we're here, fast forward 17 years old and you're about to graduate high school. Um, what other things do you think rugby has given you outside of that community aspect? Community? Yes. I guess it's been able, or rugby has been, rugby's made me recognize, I guess, my potential. And it kind of mm-hmm. seems a little cheesy, but it's a little true. Because mm-hmm. I, I didn't really know what I was capable of or how mm-hmm. strong you can get until you play the sport. And like, yeah. you don't really see that far. And I mm-hmm. never, I, if you asked me a year ago today, I never would have thought I'd be able to play rugby in college. It was all like very small. It's just like, I want to go play rugby. That was like the simple goal. Like I want to go very simple. The yeah. Keeping it simple. And then it's just like, well, you can open new doors based off of that one little step. So mm-hmm. that was, that was good. Like a year ago today, I just, I think I was getting on a plane to go play in the States. Yeah. yeah, man, only a year ago. I know. And so can you tell can you tell the audience what it was like playing in the States? It was at first I had an intense culture shock for real. But oh, yeah. there's one thing about rugby that's universal. It's like like no matter where you are on the globe and like everyone it's such a good environment to be around it's like yeah. f- everyone is family based mm-hmm. around the ball and it's so it's so good yeah and so over the summer the way it worked was we trained with the team for two weeks mm-hmm. and then we fly together to a tournament and it happened twice i did i went in june i went in july wow so the first one it was i was a little nervous because you know uh, I had to hold back from saying words like leche, and they're like, what's that? <laughs> and I'm like, just, yeah, and or yeah. the mannerisms and yeah. your accent and just like the expressions. Yeah. And I totally understand what yeah. that feels like. Uh, but but it's just a little okay. Was like, I think I got caught mm-hmm. lacking one time because I said it and they were like, I was like, oh, shoot. <laughs> I just corrected like, Oh, yeah, like, shoot, shoot. And I'm like, what'd you, what'd you, what? What was what? the first word you know. said? Well, or you just repeat yourself twice. Like, <laughs> yeah. How you doing? How you doing? Doing good, doing good. How are you? Yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but really, uh, I totally, uh, I understand what you mean when it talks, when you talk about the rugby culture itself. And I think that's why it's taken off the way that it has here on Guam, because there are a lot of elements to the culture around rugby that I think Pacific Islanders gravitate towards, like that community aspect, like you said, um, and then it just being a big party nine out of 10 times. Um, being like physical can, too, yeah. oh yeah, oh yeah. And then that I idea of it. like uh, earning people's respect on the field. I mean, oftentimes, it, I mean, I, I'm considered a bigger athlete on Guam and I'm not big oh, by no, any, unless either. you think I am, but. No, I, really, yeah. And so for so small out yeah, there. for us to to put ourselves out there, put our bodies on the line for our team, um, we get a lot of res- we earn a lot of respect from the other athletes, particularly the athletes that are oftentimes twice our size. Yeah. Um, also on the other team, that's another yeah, thing. I, I, you can speak exactly. on your experience as well, like yeah. playing internationally. Like you guys will be hitting each other in the opposite side. Like I played Ugh. in Hong Kong and Man. we're played against Singapore and we're so hitting cool. each other, but then right off the field, we're like, hey, we're like, hey. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> it's, like, it's such a great energy to be around. And then the same thing with the audience. It's not t- typical for like in soccer or uh, football where, the rivalries are for real and and there are rivalries there are rivalries but 
at the end of the day, everyone's partying after. Oh, they're yeah. hanging out and they're enjoying each other's company and they're just enjoying the sport, which yeah. I think is very unique about rugby. And yeah. I think that's also partly why it's just it's so attractive to a lot of people. Yeah. Um, and so that 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 has to be that has to be amazing for you to to have gone out there and then also just represent Guam too oh, in your own way. Yeah. Even though you're not saying Mache and yeah. you know Shushud and oh like Dalai or anything <laughs> like, like that, you know, like anything like that. Um, but to still be able to be out there and be like, hey, she's from Guam, and I'm like that small girl. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tell um, me about it. It's yeah, tough. It's yeah, tough, yeah. But- you know, and so you played in Hong Kong, and and you've competed against the Asian game. teams as well. Yes, I have. So, what do you think would be the biggest differences between the U.S. style of play and Asian style of play? Well, the size up. Or when we played in Asia, the I would say we're all relatively the same size. Yep. I went to mm-hmm. Florida, and we were playing against Canada and Alaska. Oh, yeah. And like teams from Utah, and I was like, "There's something Six in footers. this Western air. I don't something know. in the water that they're There's drinking. Something. I think they grabbed them from the mountains. Yep, yep. They're oh, man. huge. Yeah, I think the only team that uh, outside of like for for example, like Uzbekistan mm-hmm. and Kazakhstan, where their size is definitely noticeable. Um, China, good lord, really? They're, yeah, back now I think their their athletes are smaller. It, as of recent, but when we were competing against them, it was, they all look like twins. It, or I don't even know what the, the word would be for if it's seven, seven people who look exactly alike, but they were all six, easily six, six feet. And I just remember, oh, well, at least we have better leverage. Uh, we can get low and it yeah. not be that difficult versus yeah. them getting low on us. So we do have advantages as smaller yeah. athletes. Oh, and rugby too. They always say rugby yeah. is a sport for all sizes. Exactly. It really yes. is. It really it is. is. Some more advantages than the other. Like you might have a longer stride, but. Yeah. 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 Definitely. No, most definitely. Um, and so now we're getting ready to graduate. So what's after that? What's after that? So. A month ago, I signed to play at Ivy Brown University. Yeah, yes, congrats. I'm so excited. Uh, I actually, that was my dream school to Amazing. play rugby and go to school for a while. So I'm very happy. That was the one place I really wanted. Yeah. So yeah. It, it's looking pretty good. And that's what I'm training for right now. Amazing. And so can you tell the audience a little bit more of what that process was like leading up to it? Like meaning being recruited and them even taking interest in you what what did that entail it was a lot uh, i i'll say last year around april i had mm-hmm. to send out emails to a bunch of different colleges their mm-hmm. head coaches and attach my resume and then Ugh, you geez. yeah sounds that like was a, a sounds like a job application oh it is oh, it really yeah. is <laughs> and then uh, we got into Zoom call and mm-hmm. introduced myself and mm-hmm. then they tell me what they want and where they'll be. Mm-hmm. And it was pretty straightforward that the scouting season was going to be at two competitions. Okay. Uh, one in June, it was called Falcon Sevens, and one in mm-hmm. July, uh, the North American Invitationals. Amazing. And nice. so it was the only way to really get recruited was to be there and to yeah. play better than, I guess, the other people in my yeah. pool. So it definitely took a lot of commitment, a lot of time and energy yeah. and a lot of sacrifice. And just not on your part, but, but the people who support you. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And if yeah. it's what you want, I mean, 
now you're gonna re reap the the rewards after yeah because um, it's not I, I wouldn't say I was the most disciplined <laughs> uh, in high school I was not um, yeah much more of the discipline came after high school or in the middle of high school so for you to kind of take it upon yourself to say this is what I want that's yeah. that's really um, something for people to admire or be inspired by uh, especially for those athletes who are currently playing rugby right now. It's a lot, but, yeah. and also with everyone playing right now, I would have to say ever since I came back over the summer, like I definitely want to help people. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple girls on my team I'm helping with their resume as well. And That's amazing. Yeah. It's, awesome. I just want to continue it because, oh my, it was a crazy process. Yeah. But I would relive it over and over because mm -hmm. it, was, it was so much fun fun to be able to and I was traveling by myself so I was mm -hmm, like I just mm -hmm. went out there and I played and you have to Ooh. you have to continue to email these coaches you need to maintain your relationship with them yeah and yeah. you kind of get on a high a little bit living this life like this yeah. athlete life it's so even though fun. it seems like a sacrifice but it you're is. still you're experiencing all these new things and meeting all these new people and getting to travel and so easy way to kind of change your perspective when it seems, oh, man, I don't want to fill out this application. I don't, well, what is it going to lead to? Yeah. Um, what opportunities are you going to, even if let's say it doesn't go your way, but the fact that you can travel and meet all these coaches and meet all these athletes and play, mm -hmm. that's, uh, that's an experience in itself. Yeah. And so I think that's really awesome for, for people to learn about you and to, to know about just general basics of, of the process of what it means to try and get a, a scholarship and a scholarship to places like Brown. Oh my yeah. gosh. Amazing. Amazing. It's insane. Yeah. Matt, well, you know, I, I'm sorry. I didn't even let you eat it. You can go, <laughs> go ahead and have some. Tell, tell, tell people what, what the Caligon is like. Cause I'm going to oh, tell you right now, the jumbo shrimp. Oh, I've definitely had it in other, other, um, episodes, but the jumbo shrimp is actually really, really good. I like it. It's spicy. Um, mm. the meat, it, it's not, it's not dry or anything. It's easy to peel off. Um, Dude, I'm ordering this again. I'm definitely ordering you. I, I, I saved the other two for you if you want. Oh, thank you. You know, flies like it too, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Um, but that's when you know it's good, you know. Fiesta plate too here on Guam. Oh, if the flies are the, the flies, flies are there, are you know plate. it's good. You know it's good. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so tell, tell everybody what you think of the, the Kelleguin. Oh, this never fails. Yeah, is never it, is it like, uh, is it more on the sour side or is it spicy? More sour, but I prefer sour. I prefer sour too. Yeah. Super maxim. The lemon powder yeah. in there. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I know. I love how they it's sour and they have lemon in case, just in case. Because you, you know someone who yes. is going to want more. And I think what's different about the Kelleguin here at Jamaican Grill is they also have, they fry their tatizas or their tortillas here, which is also different. It's almost like... um. It's like a Guam version of, uh, what is it, tortilla chips yeah. that you would get at a Mexican restaurant. I love it. I love it a lot. Um, all right. So before we wrap up, why don't you tell everybody what your favorite muscle is? I ask oh. everybody this. I know it's a weird question. Oh, no. But I love the answers I've gotten so far. Without a doubt triceps what uh, yeah. the triceps because you Michaela, know i would have never thought the uh, triceps yes. if i'm bored i'll do dips on like something are you kidding me when she's bored she does dips people because that claw like, when you're in the presence of greatness that's what they do okay they do dips yeah it's i love the it. Claw? That claw is that what you call it the yeah claw? the bottom it's so nice oh my gosh man gosh. if you uh, see me years from now and all i have are triceps i accomplished my life goal <laughs> like that's it all right that's so it. how do you how do people connect with you michaela if they want to learn more about your story 
I would say I'm mostly active on Instagram. At yes. Michaela Twigley. And right. yeah, that's where I do most of my updates. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on again. Thank and you. For I've had an me. awesome time. Yes, we're gonna go finish chowing. Yes. The food here at Jamaican Grill. <laughs> this is not going to waste. No. <laughs> All right.